Hello, everybody. It's time for the sports phone. Jerry is lounging at a Lakers game in, in uh, Portland. This is the Lakers Trailblazers game. We have substitute host Vince Lee in the station. Hey, Vince. Hey, Jim. How we doing? It's nice to have you here and <clears throat> not calling in three, four times. It's, yeah. it's, we'll see if you get any any more stuff said when you're when you're here than you do when you call in. But I, I got a feeling you will. Ah. <laughs> uh. You Vince, know me. Is, Vince is ready to take anybody's calls about anything. And by the way, that's what the sports phone is. Um, yeah. As Jerry likes to tell us, Vince, it's a it's a listener driven show. We you can you can call in, change the subject. You can call in um, and start your own subject. You can call in and comment. You can call in and ask us trivia questions. Whatever. Um, there is no, uh, what do you call the thing on, um, more commercial, there's nobody screening the calls, and we also have one rule that's different than a lot of the call-in shows on KZYX and Z, we encourage double and triple dipping. If you bring up a topic and you want to call back up and, and comment on what somebody comments on your comment, you're welcome you're you're welcome to do it. Yeah. This is um, freeform. Uh, Vince and I have both been players in multiple sports. We've both been coaches in multiple sports. Um, we're fans in multiple sports. We're here to take your calls. We we take anything from high school, college, professional issues. Uh, I, you remember that week, Vince? It's still my favorite call. Was someone called in and reported on their their son's First soccer game at age four. Yeah, <laughs> excited parents. Uh, I thought that was great. That's actually part of your, I think your sports phone commercial that I hear on KZYX every so it, often. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody. Here we go with the, with a sports phone. Uh, where are we starting here, Vince? Well, we... one of the one of the things I'm, I'm I'm enjoying the most about filling in for Jerry is I get to do uh, this week's trivia. Ooh, you get to do everything that Jerry normally uh, does, which, which means I got the computer open. I'm <laughs> I'm on the Google Master today. It's it's going to be fun. Uh, so, you know, this week uh, is the Australian Open, one of the big major tennis events, and I, I learned something. I did not know that they uh, started matches after 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, and one of those matches recently went five hours and 46 minutes, ending at about four in the morning. That got me thinking, what is, and here's your trivia question, everybody, what is the longest ever match in a tennis major? That could be the French Open, Wimbledon, Australian Open, or the U.S. Open. The longest match ever. The longest match time-wise. So I read about this one, and, and um, the, the, the one that, that spurred your interest in this, it lasted you know, between four and five hours, and, or between five and six hours, and Andy Murray, who I believe is a, a British player, mm -hmm. he's 36 year old, and he came out on top, and he's just saying, can't we start these things a little bit earlier? It, it's, it, it's happened again. <laughs> Another uh, woman also complained about it yesterday. I don't have her up right now, but uh, it's... It seems odd. I mean, I get it. I guess maybe it's it's hot over there right now, and so they start the matches later in the day. But ten o'clock seems like a. How do you get up for, you know, all day long and get ready to play at ten o'clock at night? That just seems it wouldn't wouldn't be my style. I got no. a feeling, once they start, 
I remember starting some basketball games and tournaments when I was a player. It wasn't easy to start at 8, 9, 10 in the morning as a teenager. But I remember once a game started... It, it, yeah, once you get in the flow, I think it changes it. It's just yeah. the mental side of it. It's probably more than the physical. All right, so... That's a trivia question, and with that, the phone lines are open, 707-895-2448, and I'm going to go into, you're welcome to call about anything, and I'm going to start with uh, something I like to do, this day in sports, on this day in sports is the official uh, website, I believe, on this day, which is January 22nd in 1983, this is an interesting one. Um, by the way, if I didn't mention, Jerry's at the Laker game with Portland, and this 1983 happened, I believe, in Portland. In 1983, Portland Trailblazers beat the Houston Rockets in, a, in an NBA game by in an overtime game, and they won the overtime 17 to nothing. So my question is, and if uh, Vince is. Has that ever been beaten? Has anyone ever been shut out in overtime before? And if so, did the other team score at least 17? I am she, looking that up right now. Huh. Well, that's 1983, January 22nd. Again, 707-895-2448. The phone lines are open. Uh, in 1984, on January 22nd, I like this one. Annette Kennedy set the i i don't you know i don't think ncaa sponsored women's basketball in 1984 i think we brought that up last mm -hmm. the, in 1986 ncaa took on women's sports but in 1984 annette kennedy at the state university of new york scored 70 points in a women's basketball game that's outstanding. Who knows how long the game was? I doubt there was a three-point line. Would there be? No. No. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. And in 1998, this is an interesting one. I thought maybe here's for some baseball fans, especially from Oakland A's fans. Ricky Henderson was hired by the Oakland A's in 1998 on January 22nd. Ricky Henderson took a job on the A's for the fourth time. So that, that just jumped out at me. He said, what happened? Did he get fired? Did he get hired back? Did he get traded? Then he got traded back? Any idea? It, it, it's all about... Let, let me hear the history of every team he played with. Oh, that goodness. Time. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Ricky Henderson played for the A's, the Yankees, the Blue Jays. I uh, don't think... Oh goodness gracious! So, is this, is this so he order? played for. So he started off with the Athletics, went to the Yankees, went back to the Athletics, went to the Blue Jays, went back to the Athletics, went to the Padres, the Angels, back to the Athletics, That's then to the Mets, then the Mariners, the Padres, the Red Sox, and he finished with the Dodgers. Is is he a superstar? <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. He's I mean, oh Famer? by by far. There's a, a stat I saw recently where. Uh, a, a Major League Baseball player could average 60 stolen bases for the next 15 years and would still not catch Ricky Henderson. So his claim to fame, he was a hitter and a base stealer? He had 3,000 hits, mm -hmm. which is pretty much automatic Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. He scored 20, 
almost 2,300 runs, which is almost automatic Hall of Fame, and he had 1,400 stolen bases in his career. So those are pretty much three automatic. Is that a record? The stolen bases by far. By far, yeah, really? by far, not even close. Huh? There's got to be some speedster out there catching. It. It's funny. No one steals bases anymore, really. Like stolen bases that's become huh. has become one of the least you know <clears throat> one of the things in baseball that's not done very much anymore. In 2006, January 22nd, I was glued to my television because in 2006, I watched this game with Jerry live on television. Or we were watching it an hour later because we had it recorded. But we were watching it the night Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, um, scored 81 points versus the uh, Toronto Raptors. 81 points. It was me. He just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. And he wasn't a young guy. Um <clears throat> It was a great, great event. It was fun to watch. Have you ever watched the replay or watched the game? I don't. I never. I didn't watch the whole game, but I definitely saw the highlights. Big difference between when you're watching a game <clears throat> semi live, as I like to call we 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 watch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, eighty one points doesn't look like like like. Luka Doncic scoring 50 or Kevin Durant scoring 54 it, or even or even 60 it's another level it really is it, it's it's it, <clears throat> it, it's taking it to a cuz you got to you dominate the ball a lot but I, I tell you I remember that I don't think he had a bad shooting percentage that game I want to say that was an efficient very efficient. Just one of those yep. and your teammates know it they they look for you they know you have the hot hand I don't think it's a a selfish because uh, you know, just like Donovan Mitchell recently with the seventy-point game he just had, it wasn't a selfish performance. You know, it wasn't like he took it's, fifty shots to get there. It, it was just a really well-played game. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Any uh, basketball or baseball fans out there? I'd like to hear something else about Ricky Anderson, how he managed to play for like fifteen different teams. Oh man. Um, and my last one, this day in 2018, this one jumped out of me be- because of the uh, comparison. Because, I mean, how many people right now, if, if you said, who do you think could score over 40 points, over 20 f- rebounds, and over 10 assists in one game? Think about that. 44 points, 24 rebounds, and over 10 assists in one game. And the last person to do it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow! Yeah. And and I would have I would have been thinking Hakeem Olajuwon, um, Nikola Jok- Jokic, maybe Luka Doncic, or Larry Bird. Some some by just had a good game and scored 44, 24, and ten. But it was a gentleman named Demarcus Cousins. Wow! And he did it with a with the Pelicans. I will. I will tell you. Look it up. At, at Ricky Henderson is pretty wild. <laughs> what he did. Hello, you're on the air. Hi there. Well, I read an interesting, uh, interesting little article today about a woman. I can't find her name. She has a funny name. Ronnie Gajownik. I think that's how you pronounce it. Take a stab at that have... name again. How do you pronounce it? Ronnie. G A J O W N I K. All right. Yeah. And she has become the first woman that was hired to hold um, 
a manager position in the high A minor leagues of baseball, of men's baseball. Single A professional base baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, I believe uh, we saw that too, and we pulled it up. Vince, you have anything else about that? Uh, yeah, she she's actually following Rachel Balkovec, who was hired last year for the Tampa Tarpons, a low single-A team of the New York Yankees as well. So there are now two female, uh, and, and obviously Ronnie is, is a higher level uh, of minor league baseball. So It's single-A. It's sing yeah single A, which is part of minor league. You get right. single, double, and triple A. So right. she's at a little bit of a high. She's high single A. So there's levels of the single A uh, minor league. So uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. You know, once again, we continue to see yeah every year more and more of women getting opportunities to 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 you know move up in the world of men's sports. Caller, when yeah, Vin one, go one ahead. Thing that, one thing that I liked, and I'll just read it because. Um, she said that people always ask me if this was my dream job. And honestly, this was never a dream for me because, at least in dreams, you can actually achieve it. Growing up, this was never done. There weren't a lot of on-field females in terms of athletic trainers or strength coaches or anything. Mm -hmm. So she said, I never even thought that this was possible. So that's pretty amazing. It happened Thank you. I'm going to... Uh, Hang up. Thanks, and for, th thanks, thanks for the, for the call. call. It happened pretty, you know. Um, it happened pretty quick, of 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 women working their way into coaching and management aspects of of sports that are considered men men's sports, mm -hmm. Major League Baseball, the NBA, um, and I, I always like to correct myself and correct people that call. Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA are not men's sports. They can hire women or men to play on those teams, right? Or to coach those teams, right? It's it's they've never had a player <clears throat> that that has played at that capacity. Players have tried out and not made it, right? But um, I'm actually I'm not sure what the timing is going to be say for a woman to make an NBA team especially now that we have the WNBA which in contrast only allows women right it's called the women's NBA it's called the WNBA. a lot of people a lot of people think the NBA is called the men's NBA but it's not no i, uh, I think you'd have to find a woman who's dominating the WNBA in such a way that she needs to try to take it to another level which would would you know be the NBA at that point um We'll see if we'll, we'll see if, if that happens. Um, but th the interesting part about that call, caller was, I read that part of it too, and her concept that we're moving so fast here as women's in in um, they're teaching the sport, they're coaching the sport, yep. they they have their strength coaches, um, they're basically coaching the sport at all levels. Um, and that's happening in basketball. I don't know about hockey, but and I don't know about football either. Well, I, I know that the Buccaneers just let go of a female coach, and I think she was the only one of her kind. Uh, I can't. I have to look exactly what her position was, um, but they 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 are around. A lot lot more of a, like strength trainers in the NFL that are are women uh, more than there are like position coaches. Which um, uh. and. Should we do a little local update sports-wise for our Bay Area fans? 
Bay oh yeah, Bay Area fans. What what's going on with the 49ers? Let's start there. Well, 49ers took on the Dallas Cowboys mm. in the divisional playoff matchup today and prevailed 19 to 12 in a defensive battle. Wow. So and and our, our our unlucky Cowboys kicker missed his fifth consecutive extra point in the playoffs. This one was blocked, so not quite as bad as the last four in Tampa. But uh, it counts as a miss. It counts as a miss. Huh. It's got to be some sort of record. I would think so, <clears throat> absolutely. So now they will travel on to Philadelphia next week to take on the Eagles, and the Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, and that is your final four of the NFL. Nothing sounds like a. Oh, I'm yawning just thinking about talking about football. <laughs> um, <clears throat> What? None of them are real Cinderella, or or um, they're all predicted, right? Is there any any of the higher seeds been eliminated, or are these the four best teams in in most people's opinion? I think these actually might be the four top seed. No, well, I mean Cincinnati definitely a little bit of an upset over Buffalo. Um, San Francisco, I would say they're seeded in the position to be where they are, but you have to say the Cinderella of them is the Brock Purdy quarterback. The last pick of the oh, draft, right. he was the third string quarterback, <clears throat> and now he's won, I think, eight or nine games in a row, including two playoff games. It's that that on its own is a pretty amazing story. Like that's that's if he goes and wins the Super Bowl, this could be one of the greatest quarterback stories ever. For, for you know the fact that he was the last pick in the draft and all that. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Taking calls. Anything you want to talk about in the world of sports? The phone lines are pretty slow right now. Give us a call, um, <clears throat> Vince. I've got one. I've got a, something I'm trying to do with Jerry. I'm going to time you here and see how long it takes you to to find some trivia. Um, on trivia on, on a this day. So what I want to know is what sport on January 22nd did Brian Lara, L-A-R-A, what sport did he debut his first game in? And apparently he was a superstar. You got 10 seconds, 9 what was his name again? Brian Lara. Seven, six, five, four. He debuted in what? Three, two. Brian Laura one. Cricket. Cricket, you got it. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hello, uh, Jim and Vince. This hey. is Tim Anderson. Hey, calling. Tim. How are we doing? Doing well. It's always a pleasure hearing your voice, Tim. <clears throat> Thank you. I got a little voice left, but. <laughs> the life of a coach. Rose of it these days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how's uh, how is the, how's the season going? Oh, did you lose him? I got dial tone here. Call back, Tim. Little technical difficulty here, but we'll sorry we'll about there. that, Tim. Give us a call right back. <clears throat> that was my fault all the way. Whoever else called and gummed up that line for me give us a call right back jim it's been how many, <clears throat> how many years you're sitting in that seat now <laughs> it's my third year and every once in a while i i press the wrong button so. uh, uh, we all so have they, those moments they told me for professional reasons never to to admit you made a mistake just move on absolutely absolutely 707-895-2448 oh, is that you tim that is me sorry about that that's quite all right um <clears throat> she's uh 
So you have an update for us on um. Let's let's get some local basketball news here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know as much about the boys. I as I switched over to girls. There's so many so many hours in a day, but the girls have a, a great race going right now in NCL one. In that there are it's a three way tie. Uh, a part of the way through the second round of league play. There's hold hold on here. We're talking about NCL one Fort Bragg's league. <clears throat> and we're talking about the girls. And you said your team was eight and one. There's other teams that are eight and one. There, yeah, there, there are two others. Wow. Um, so it's pretty crazy. We haven't played Cloverdale yet. <clears throat> um, so we'll play them twice. It was postponed with uh, the the flooding and and oh. the inclement weather that happened. That makes sense. A couple weeks ago, yeah. we weren't able to play that game. So um, we haven't played them at all yet. But we beat Clear Lake. Clear Lake beat them, and Middletown beat us, who we have split with. Oh, so but, you've already um, beat you've beaten Middletown once, and they <clears throat> beat us once. So our one loss was to them. Wow, that's a tight little race at the top there. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> the winner might end up with with three losses. You know, it's 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 kind of hard to to tell. But um, we play at home next Friday against Cloverdale, which would be. Um, a real, which will be a, a really big game. So could be the league championship to, to pump game. up the the crew. If you want to watch some some high energy girls basketball, um, what's the date next of that? Friday in the Fort Bragg gym. Uh, there be the, will be a, a very competitive varsity girls game. That'd be the twenty seventh. One twenty seven, twenty three, yep. <clears throat> girls varsity at seven o'clock. Right. Uh, no, that will be. I think it's six and seven thirty on Friday. Six and seven thirty. That's that's yep. Oh, uh, you know what? That's right. I I'm so used to Mendo how all four teams are playing. The boys will be in Cloverdale and the girls will be at home. Correct. That's how you guys do it. Correct. Oh. Uh, there's a special occasion where there are four game sets that work out with somebody. Uh, I selfishly tried to book more because I had twins. Right. <laughs> that would- one boy, one girl, but uh, that doesn't seem to happen quite as often. That way, I could get to see Clay play. Tim, uh, did you happen to hear last week's sports phone? Or, or, I did not. Okay, so last week, and if you can think of anything real quick, you can add to our list because Jerry writes these things down. The second week of the year, first week of the year, we talk about the previous year and our favorite events that happened in 2022 and we did that on on the first of january then on the eighth of january or or thereabouts maybe i'm a week off we talked about our predictions for 2023 and we make a list and then at this time next year we'll pull out that list and see who had the most um (laughs) best predictions (laughs) and i just want to let you know that I have, I had two local predictions. One was that Clear Lake football would repeat as NCS champions because I saw them play basketball and I found out that a lot of their football players are juniors or sophomores. So I predict they will repeat. And my other local prediction was that Tim Anderson will finally retire from high school coaching. <laughs> I, I made that statement on the radio. I'm making it again. <clears throat> so yes, I'm, I'm stepping away after this year for how long? I don't know. Oh, so, so you're actually you're actually being a spoiler there. You are, but it's it's not like you haven't said that. Well, have you ever defi- have you ever said it that def- definitive before? No. So you've said you've thought about it, but you never said. And right now you're saying you are stepping away after this season. Correct. No. Oh, all right. Uh, at some point you gotta you gotta know when to walk away, at least for a little bit. 
I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll kind of evaluate uh, where we at. You know, I owe it to, to my wife and family to, to see what a winner's like without without coaching sure. and to kind of gain a perspective. I'm contemplating a, a change in careers. Um, oh. So with that, how much would I miss coaching before making that, that step? Mm-hmm. Um maybe into admin or, or doing something different. Sure. Uh, I mean, how, how long have, have you been coaching now? Is it, is it since, since you've been uh, to Fort Bragg? This is your... Um, Not just Fort Bragg. 30. Wow, okay. So that's a, that's a heck coaching. of a stretch. And that long yeah. in public education as well? Correct. Wow, yeah. So you've never had a job out of public education like, say, I did or Vince did and then went to the school and coached. You've always worked for the schools that you've coached for. Correct. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I miss it every day. I, I look forward to getting back in the gym one day, and or or, or, or you know, it could be baseball, track, whatever. I just, I just miss being a part of the the school. So one of these days, I'll get yeah, back in. Yeah, and just in, and uh, you know, I think in this day and age, uh, we need people more than ever to to teach uh, morals and mm-hmm. sacrifice and greater good and working hard pays off type of situation so so speaking on that there's not a better way i agree speaking on that have you yet seen this uh these uh third graders that are playing basketball and taunting and doing all the nba stuff and how the nba players are kind of reacting to seeing these young kids uh uh, act on the court i i've seen it um with running down, with holding the three above their finger, mm. and the and I, I flexing on each other. It. it it makes me want to puke in my mouth. Ah, thank you. I am right there. So, with so you. as Jerry would say, let's set the table for this real quick. This this is a video that's going around. Uh, the Jerry sent it to me, or did you send it to me? First? I sent it to you. Yeah. yeah, and then I sent it to Jerry, and and sounds like you've seen it. This is a third grade for our callers. This is a third grade, I assume, an AAU team, not a, not a school team. Uh, the other end of that, Tim, is if you've seen this video, this is some high end third grade. I have grade. not seen the video. Oh, okay. Oh, th- these are some high. I'm just aware of being in places where uh, that happens. I'm yeah. in a gym an awful lot of times. I'm time. guessing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing this is national level level third grade AAU. I'm just saying that. I have never seen anything. Um, I would question if these third grade teams that could be competitive in in, in um, a, a Mendocino Unified uh, Middle School uh, level. Yeah. The, the, these are really high end third graders playing basketball, and the the taunting and the the showboating and the handshakes, everything just like it was watching an NBA team. And and I, I take it from your 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 standpoint, you don't agree with it. I, I do not. I, you know, like, why are you celebrating something that you've practiced so hard to make? <laughs> yes, is that you. supposed to happen? Yeah. You know, like, I shoot <clears throat> the ball a lot. Like, it's going to go in. Like, yep. why I, the emotionalness of it, I think, um, can be kind of scary. But, yeah, the highs are high, but what happens when you miss four in a row? Are yeah. you crawling into a hole? Are you <laughs> yeah. not going to talk to your dad for a week? Like, <laughs> Um, I just it's uh, and and the belittlement of your opponent is something that yeah I, that's I, what I have issues with. I'm not big well. on that. Like, yeah. We're here to compete, and um, you know I I try to be aware of that situation. You know, if we're up twenty in the first half, we're we're not going to pick up full court anymore. Right. Right. Um, you know, there's there's some things, some etiquette that. Mm. 
that you do and and you know you let the scoreboard speak for itself absolutely vince made a statement <clears throat> vince vince made a statement um once that he saw steph curry make one of his threes and go into one of his little dances and turn to the crowd and all and and never even got back on defense and the other team scored a layup before he finished celebrating I, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I, you know, as, as as wonderful as that guy's been for the game and as caring and dy- dynamic and articulate as he can be, um, <laughs> there's some things there I, I don't appreciate. Definitely. So, so you don't agree with, I don't think either one of you do, you don't agree with the NBA. I mean, that's where the kids get this, yeah. celebrating. It's the NBA. You don't agree with it. And I watch women's NBA games more than I ever have. And they're doing the same thing. Oh yeah, <coughs> and, and, and WNBA is good basketball. Yeah, it is um, very good. Yeah, Fundamental. I, I, I uh, appreciate that. That that's a place you're going to be entertained, and that uh, it's legit. That, you, don't, you don't agree with with the you don't think they should try to stop the kids from doing it. You think they should stop the NBA from this kind of celebrating as well. And both of you, I don't. You know, you, you have the. The, the NFL did something to kind of thwart that, didn't they? A, a li- the in, end zone dancing in the end zone? Well, like- they, they, they did, and then they, they retracted it, really, for the most part, because the fans liked it. You know, the, the, the players wanted to be like, hey, we're here to entertain. So that has kind of been rescinded. They will, they will give you a taunting penalty or something like that if you make a big hit and you stand over someone and, like, you know, stare at them. They, they right. will penalize you for something like that, like being... But they won't penalize you for the dances in the end zone anymore. And I, I, I find a balance here where, you know, there are players that are doing amazing things in all sports, and I'm okay with a random celebration. It's, it's these guys that are doing it every single time they do something well. You know, it's, 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 it's hey, here, here and there is fine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's my point is, like, aren't you... How much are you paid to knock down that jumper? That it, when it goes in, you, you have to celebrate like that every like, single time. Yeah, like, or, or a guy hits a home run and he, he, you have to throw your bat. The bat flip thing is like that drives me crazy. It's like you're paid millions of dollars. This is what you're supposed to do. A little bit of fun is okay, but let's. I think it's just taken way beyond just the level of entertainment. And, I, I think that's a good point, Vince. If you're celebrating with your teammates and there's some there's some light and there's some fun in that, that's a little different than trying to ridicule, ridicule your This third grader I saw is them. right in the face of the guy that was trying to guard him. This, <clears throat> this, this, this guy that was flexing his muscles, yeah. this, this kid... <clears throat> um, when Jerry was in like fourth or fifth grade, I think he's the same size as he was as a, as a a junior in high school, and he, he, he was a mossbacker as a little kid. We <laughs> thought he was going to be six five and take over. That that's what <laughs> we thought. He stayed five eleven, five ten, and he started that as like seventh or eighth grade, and so he was he was stronger and bigger than a lot of the players <clears throat> when he first started playing, and and we never um, we we never. Well, is this celebrating thing by these players a fairly new thing? I don't even remember I mean, it being an issue back know. then. I, 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 it wasn't. It, it wasn't something that I, I yeah. saw when I was watching the NBA in the '80s and '90s. That's for sure. Um, I think this has definitely become, like Tim just said, 10, 15 years of this now. Is is 
but I would say. 707-895-2... Progressively getting more intense. 2448-707-895-2448. We're talking to local coach Tim Anderson here, who <clears throat> says he's going to step down after this year, after like 30 years of coaching. Uh, That's a huge sports fun announcement right there. Fort Bragg, um... <laughs> Fort Bragg's has some has some long has some long term coaches. I mean, you're still going to be a few years behind. I I think Jack Moyer coached football for 33 years. Yeah, it was it was more than me. It was yeah, it was it's, mid 30s. I think. Yeah. And a very successful career. Did a very good job. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. That's. Well, I think you definitely can hang your hat on a successful career there, coaching basketball, Tim, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Tim. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a call. Do you do you agree with uh, do you agree with third graders getting in the face of their competitors uh, if they score a basket, flexing their muscles, trash talking, basically trash talking and trash acting? Yeah. Um, and uh, any tennis fans out there want to take a stab at that trivia question? Let's hear it again. Trivia question is: What is the longest time-wise match in a tennis major? Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. The trivia question is how long? Well, part of the uh, trivia question also would be who were the participants and in what tournament was it? I guess I should throw all that out there. All, as well. that, all that. That's that, important. Those are bonus. Yeah. Those are bonus answers. I'm assuming if you know the the match, you could answer those all those little questions. All right. Where should we move on to here? I think this is a. Fairly controversial one here in the NHL, Vince. You want to set the table on the the player that would not come out with his team, and and um, I guess the right word would be celebrate an issue. Was it a was it a a a, it, it, a gay it, pride it, day? It was, was uh, it? it was Pride Night um, pride for night. NHL team. It was the Philadelphia Flyers. Where uh, was it? In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Uh, so it was, it was the Flyers' home game, and they were having their Pride Night. And Ivan Provorov, uh, he stayed in the locker room, refused to put on the uh, the warm up, which you know was rainbow colored. And um, so basically, he just stayed in the locker room, uh, did not come out, came out for the game, and and played, um, but did not participate. And obviously, he's facing a lot of. Uh, backlash for that. He he um, he he said it was his religious convictions, um, and that's why he he did not participate. Do all was this an NHL or a Philadelphia Flyers sponsored event? Do we know that? Uh, it was the Philadelphia Flyers. It was their it was their arena's Pride Night. So they had a Pride Night, and <clears throat> so this would be in a way. Um, I think the most famous protest now ever in sports. Well, geez, now I'm starting to think about John Carlos and <clears throat> Tommy somebody. Tommy, when they won the Olympics and, and yes, they, they the, raised the their fist, fist with in the air. Absolutely. Gloves. That was pretty famous on national television. And then the, the Colin Kaepernick taking a knee basically for general social injustice um he he ended up sort of getting banned from the sport basically i mean he he can't get a job and he's definitely better than some of the quarterbacks out there give or take um oh. hello caller you're on the air 
Hi there. I have the answer. You've got the trivia answer? I've got the trivia <clears throat> answer. Fire away. Fire away, lady. It was very long. <laughs> 11 hours and 5 minutes. Um, and it was in 2010, John Eisner and Nicholas Mahut. 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 Um, at 2010 Wimbledon. That is Ring That Bell. Oh, goody. Give oh, me the bell. Jeez, there it is. A little late in the bell, but she deserved that <laughs> she bell. She deserved it, absolutely. Wow. Well done. All right. That, that makes me feel good. I didn't want to, I didn't want to stump the whole listening audience. I wanted that to get answered. 707-895-2448. The trivia question is been answered what were you just talking about this we were talking about ivan provolov and oh, oh, oh. him not <laughs> celebrating the uh gay pride night for the philadelphia flyers and when i was saying this would be the equivalent then of well, i guess it wouldn't be the equivalent this was a sponsored event by the philadelphia flyers correct it, it, so he knew it in advance yes he knew the team was going to be doing whatever they're going to do. He knew these T-shirts, and I'm sure that he didn't just at the last minute decide not to go. This, 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 if this was a religious thing, he knew it was coming up. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, it, it, I think it was something that he most likely discussed with his with the coach and everybody, and was just like, "I'm not going to do it." Um, it's kind of. Oh, okay, so I guess this might have been a bigger thing. It does look like hockey is trying to promote the hockey is for everyone. So they're, they're kind of, a lot of teams are going to have these nights um, where players wore pride-themed jerseys, used sticks wrapped in rainbow pride tape. Um, so this is a bigger thing. This is definitely a bigger NHL um, movement where they're trying to basically, you know, and, and invite everyone out there to be a fan of hockey. So, you know, the, the, the bigger question is, <clears throat> I, I guess the, the, the reason this got brought up is he's on a team. He works for the team. If you work for somebody and they promote an event, whether it's a team, whether it's working for Apple computers or whatever, and they sponsor an event, if you're going to wear that uniform, if you're going to take your salary... Should you be required to, regardless of what the event is, should you have to participate in it? That's the real question here, isn't it? Uh, it is. I mean, I, I don't... Obviously, obviously, I... I well, it's obviously people, Vince, that, that don't agree with the gay pride world, we'll call it. The sure. Gay, so, so that we don't have a question about. So the real question... We can't force a person... I don't think you can. Or change their opinion. Yeah. But but we can't force them to change your mind, but are you also saying we can't force them to be part of the team and come out? I, I, I'm just asking. I'm, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't think, even have an answer. I don't think you can force them to participate. Uh, I think that you can try to build your team with people that are like-minded and will support stuff like that if that's what you really want and i and i again I, I don't agree with him sitting in the locker room i don't agree with people who have a problem with gay pride or the gay movement at all i, I support it 100 percent. but i don't think you can just 
put everybody in a box. You know, we're not all going to look at things the same way and, and feel the same way about things. Now, this is a team-sponsored event, an NHL-sponsored event, but people are still individuals. You know, if you want to really take it, you know, you, you just move on from that player. Maybe maybe you just don't want him on your team anymore. I don't know. <clears throat> there's, there's really, I don't know if there's a good answer for how you handle situations like that because you really can't make him uh, you put can't that, make put him change his, his opinion about his his opinion about the gay community or the gay lifestyle. That I have no question that you can't do. But is it a free speech issue if he's choosing to be on a team? Mm-hmm. Should he be forced to go out or be fined or whatever? Um, that's a good question. Seven zero seven. Eight nine Should someone have to partic- participate in a team event that goes against their religious I mean, f- conviction? Yeah, for me in that situation, I think I, I probably would have just told the player, if I was the coach, like, cool, you don't want to participate in this team event, you can go ahead and just skip the game. Maybe that's just one way to be like, hmm. the, you know, one way to handle it. You're on the air. So, if the sponsored event was to actually play hockey, then I think he should have to participate. If the sponsored event was just to show support for gay pride, then I believe it should be his choice. That's that's, that's run, run. I would like you to say that one more time. If I, it was a spon- sponsored event for him to play hockey which is what he was, I believe, probably in his contract, hired to do. Play mm-hmm. hockey. Yep. Then he should have to do it. If it's a sponsored event just to support uh, gay pride, then it should be his choice. Right. If it was an outside-the-arena event, then obviously he could have a choice to not participate. But since it was in the arena before a hockey game that he is paid to play... Your point is that he should have to participate. So yes, yeah, and that's kind of where I was saying, like in my mind, there because he chose not to, he should not have skated that night and played. He should have been told he's he's sitting out that game. So and I also have a comment about the taunting and the, yes. the third graders. Yeah, um, it seems to me that some of these sports they just have too much time on their hands. (laughs) I've seen balanced, it might be advertisement time, it might be showman time. When I was watching the World Cup, I watched uh, teams celebrate, but they had to be back in position by a certain time. The referee had the ball, and they had it in the center, and they were playing within a certain amount of time. So I believe this falls on the referees, and if it comes to the point to where they have to add time to the game, then they should, like they do in soccer. So I think there's just too much time on the hands, and the referees are not following through with making sure that the game is moving swiftly. If people are tired, they're not celebrating as much. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting. interesting point. I mean, in the yeah. NBA, the game doesn't stop. You Clock's know, running. The, the one thing exactly, if you're celebrating the NBA, the, the game's still moving on. You're you're now hurting your team by not getting back into position. 
So that, that you know, I think in baseball, you, that's a good, the umpire should be like, you know, let's let's move along. Stop flipping the bat and taking forever to run around the bases. You know, let's get moving. Um, but some sports, the the clock doesn't stop. The the, the game keeps moving. Caller, I like the way you and think. So of- the referee should be able to add time to the basketball game. Why? Like they add time to soccer for any extra time that's being taken um, for not playing the game should be added at the end of the game. And it should be the referee's, uh, you know, point to add time for uh, time that's been taken for celebration or for injury or for anything else. I have a question for you because I like the way you thought about the uh, the. I'm going to circle back to the to the NHL one. What if it's in? <clears throat> I'll bet you that it's both of you that it's in their contract somewhere that they have to participate in team events. I can't imagine these contracts probably hundreds of pages long, and yeah. <clears throat> and I'll bet you it's in his contract. That he had to be out there for warmups, wearing the same shirt the rest of the team was wearing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with it or not, but I'll bet you he broke team team rules. Most likely, to, to I, I do wouldn't this. be surprised. Yeah, I would agree with that also. Yeah. Huh. Thank hey, you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for the call. call. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. <clears throat> that was a very logical. I agree. I agree. The, the first part about the hockey, I thought, was a, a good take. Um, I'm not sure about adding time to an NBA game. The, 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 again, I think the, that would encourage it. I think, yeah. Well, now if we're going to have more time, let me go ahead and do more showboating and more celebrating. I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's the answer. I think it's. I'm sort of in the Tim Anderson uh, rule there. I think it's about respect for the game and for your skills and for the other teams um, that we don't have to celebrate in, in people's faces. <clears throat> that that um, But I'd like to hear about some more. 707-895-2448. Time's going fast here, Vince. We only have 12 minutes left. Make that make that eleven by the it, time we. Yeah, it always goes slide. fast. This oh. hour, I tell you, I look forward to it every week, and then it comes and goes. <laughs> I know. So did did we finish that? Uh, that that that's a. I mean, I think I've said all I could say about it. I'd be curious mm. if anybody else out there has got a, a take on that. Um, You're on the air. Nope. Hi, uh, this is Herc from Cumshi. Hey, Herc. Hey, Herc. Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, I'm just driving home, listening to the show, and uh, I had a quick point to make about equality in sports, and you know. With the hockey reference and the jersey and that whole issue, I'm a big hockey fan, Vince, you know. Yes, you are. I I think, you know, no one's being forced to wear a jersey in the NFL to take a knee or to not take a knee or something that represents that. Equality is the issue in life in general. Mm -hmm. But we can't force people to succumb or to, like, adhere to one side or the other. I think the fact that this guy, you know, didn't go out and wear the jersey. It doesn't mean he's anti thing. He's just that's his personal religion, and you know, I'm I'm the most open minded person, and I want people to be able to be themselves, reeks of anything. And so I've, you know, I just see a certain perspective that possibly when you're forceful to do something, 
that has nothing to do with hockey? Come on, you know, and sports in general. The pendulum is swinging way too far to one side. And everybody deserves the right, and everybody should be accepted for who they are in general, regardless. And that's why I truly, but when you're forcing issues on these professional sports players that has nothing to do with the sport itself, sometimes, I don't know, man. My perspective is I think the guy should be allowed to not have to wear the jersey. I think that's a great take, Kirk, because honestly, you're correct. Uh, I obviously support the gay movement. I would have worn the jersey, but does everybody have to do it? It, it, it is his First Amendment right to not do that, and we can't put everybody, you know, we can't all agree on the same things, whether it's right or wrong. Everyone's still an individual. He does have he does have rights to not wear that. I, 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 I can't not, argue that with you. I. I, I'm going to argue it with you, both of you. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and, and, and it has nothing to do with first. First Amendment rights are are, are your your to speak up against something or for something. I know it it, it has fights a lot in in courts and and all, but it's basically your your right to believe what you want to believe. But I'm going back to you, caller, because I said the same thing to the last caller. What if he chose to take his $750,000 a game contract, I'm, I'm joking, but his millions and millions of dollars contract, he read it, and it said in there that when we go out on the, the field, we all wear these the uniform. I'm sure it's up to the, the, the administration for that team can change uniforms at any time. They can change warm-ups at any time. And he agreed, signing his contract, to be part of that team and wear the same uniform and be on the ice for warm-ups. That's part, if that's part of his contract, should that overrule his First Amendment rights of not wanting to wear a shirt based on what the shirt said? I, yeah, I understand your perspective, but my perspective remains that sexuality should be kept out of sports. I, we should support okay. each other for their personal stuff, but why bring sexuality into schools, courts, sports? You know, I mean... Everybody, if it's if it's the opposite, where somebody's like wearing something hateful and against it, I see that being wrong and probably not be allowed. But to force somebody to have a perspective that we all don't have, regardless of right or wrong, I think you know he has the right to not wear the jersey. And yeah, maybe he shouldn't play the game, this or that. But I don't think it should be a big spectacle. I don't think it should. I think he's not bashing anyone saying they shouldn't be a certain way. That's true. He's just yeah. saying I'm not, you know, it's a touchy issue that we're all dealing with. It, but it, it is. Yeah. Anything, when you force anything on anyone, it just, it takes away from the reason why we're trying to bring awareness to anything. That's a very good take, Herc. I like that. <clears throat> did you, what did you think, um, if you heard that, did you hear us talking about third graders trash talking to their other third graders? Did you hear that one? Uh, no, I haven't. And, you know, I'm just driving home, so I just caught the tail end of the show here, you guys. But, yeah, I, I, you know, I just, we're all just in this world, man, and we all should love each other and make this world a better place. But when it comes down to politics and forcing people to do certain things, sometimes it's more hurtful than helpful if yeah. you just want someone to opt out and left out, let them opt out. And that's my perspective. That's a good take. I, I, I appreciate Thank you. it. Yeah. This is a great call. Thank you very much. All right, you guys. Well, great. Hey, nice talking to you guys, and uh, have a great night. Yeah, go Bolts.
Wow, see, um, it, it's still, you know, it's still, and, and I, I haven't heard anyone, oh, how do I say this, Vince? It's, is, <laughs> it's a tricky topic. It, it is a tricky, tricky yeah. topic because no one put a gun to his head. If it says in his contract, you want to play in this team, you have to sign this contract, you have to agree what's in this contract. That was signed. I'm still guessing. And if I'm wrong, then... That changes a little bit. It changes yeah. a little bit. But if it's in his contract that he has to do what that team does, <clears throat> if he, he wants to vote against it with, in a team meeting, that's his First Amendment right. But if, if he agreed to be on that team and wear the same uniform that the administration tells him to wear, I mean, there's, there's dress codes where people work. Yeah. A absolutely. I mean, there, there's certain people that can't wear certain things to work. I know we're getting this is a little stretch here, isn't it? But well, I mean, there's uniforms that kids have to wear to school sometimes, right? For re for, for for the the purpose of not you know to to make sure that someone's not uh, you know wearing something inappropriate or or sometimes it's it's to have everybody just be be equal. You know, um, it's a tricky one. I, I I get where where he's coming from, and at the same time. I, I also feel like that that player just maybe shouldn't have played. You're on the air. Turn down your radio, please. Again, this is yeah. Yep. Hi, Jim. This is J this is Jamie. Two quick ones. Uh, first of all, um, I'm a little confused because they he did get to not go out for the warm ups, but he did play. Correct. So that was his decision. Yep. So what actually ended up happening was a, uh, satisfactory to to you based on. Your opinion. In other words, he, he he was able to not go on to the warm up and able to play the game. So that was what the way the league responded. So that's what happened. Is that true? That is true. And, okay. And, well, anyway, which might mean that it wasn't in his contract. Go ahead. You still got a few minutes here. Yeah. And then just I'm going to throw this out because it, it you can't handle it. You know, in the last few minutes. So I, you know, I'm one of those people that. Um, you know, loves the sports phone. I don't hate sports, but I don't really follow it very much. But basically, for those of us that are just don't understand some of the lingo, so would you maybe next show explain what a seed is and two seed? That's really part of the dia the conversation a lot, and I'm not really clear about what that means. You you mean, know, that's that's a great. That's a great. Um, that's a great question. I. I um, you're talking I, when we mentioned earlier about the NFL and the playoff seating, like that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes up a lot in various. It comes up, and it, it, I, I should be able to break that down pretty quick for you. It, it's based upon okay. your your record, right? So well, the, hold on a minute. Um, do you want us to do this off the air? Jim, um, yeah, want, I'll, I'll let it, I'll let I'll let you go, and you, I'll, I'll listen. All right, great. That's a great question. It's a great question. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard us really explain it. It's it's basically your record, you know. I want to go back to a to to the purpose of seeding. Okay. The purpose of seeding. It's it's an it's 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 ranking. That's a better word mm -hmm. uh, for, for a lot of people. They're ranking. Let's say there's ten teams or there's eight teams in a tournament. There's eight teams are going to play in a tournament. Let's just start there. We're agreeing with that. Yep. If you lose, you're out. So the idea of seeding is you don't want the two best teams to knock each other out in the first round. In other words, you got eight teams 
you have four games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have four games because there's eight teams. You don't want the best team and the second best team for one of them to eliminate each other in that first round. So you have the best team in one top of the bracket, the number one seed or the number one ranked, and you have the number two ranked team at the other end. So in theory, the two best teams will meet at the end instead of the beginning. Yes. That's what a seed is. It's it's how good, and the, 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 I don't know if that answers your question, Jamie, but um, the idea of the seeding is, is, is when you take a thousand teams or eight teams, the seed is how you're supposed to be in relation to the other teams. The number one seed is the best team. Right. The number eight team is the worst. Um, Out of an eight-team bracket. So there's analysis that um, usually it's based on your record in, in, in pro sports. Well, that's yeah, like the NFL playoffs would be based on on your record because that's at the end of a year. If you're if you're in a tournament early in the year, like in basketball, you might not have a record yet. So that is your, your seeding is based on presumption at that point of how good your team could be. So there's two different ways to get seedings to get them, but to, first step is understand what a seed is. Right. It's it's your ranking compared to the other teams. Vince, we're uh, we're, we're out of six, time. Sixty seconds from out of time. I do want to make one announcement, um, and that is the next KZYX board meeting is January thirty first at five p.m. via Zoom, and you go to the KZYX Sports. I'm sorry, KZYX website, and that will tell you how to. Um, to get on that Zoom meeting. If, if you need help with that, you can call the station at 707-895-2324 and find out how to get on that Zoom. I don't know what you do if you don't have or use computers. <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> Vince, thanks for... Uh, oh, appreciate it, Jim. Always. We'll talk to you next week, Vince, on the sports phone. I'll be there. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.